0: Welcome to Sports Society. Here's your host, Andrew Faust. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the show that never ends. This is Sports Society. We are so back. We are so back. Um, It's been probably a month um, since I last put something out. And, you know, that really stinks. I've been focusing more on social media. Uh, Um... I've been focusing more on my golf account. And if you have been noticing that almost has 1300 followers. So I've been grinding that thing a lot because like, it feels like my sports society, TikTok account, like it's very frustrating. Anything I post, I haven't gotten more than like 50 K views on anything. And then on my golf account, my Bryson video does 1.6. It's, it's just, um, I dunno, very confusing. So. Uh, but we but, but, but we move on, and, um, you know, we're going to start off today with what happened behind me. Okay. Um, unranked Missouri, my team, my team, um, hosted K-State, who trounced us last year uh, in a rainy game, in a game where we didn't play very well. Um, they beat the shit out of us. And last week we had an underwhelming performance against Middle Tennessee. And everybody thought it was going to be a murder. Guess who did it? This guy. You know why? I took advantage of this, and I bet my buddy, Brian Tim, I can show you the Venmo receipts for, he, he was betting five bucks that K-State was going to win, and I put in, like, we settled on, like, 12 and a half that Mizzou was going to win. You can go ahead and cash that. That's the faith that I had in this team. You know why? Because... I, well, I, what I could never have seen is Brady Cook balling out in that way. That was ridiculous. He had a legitimate SEC quarterback game. What I could have never seen is how weak we made K-State look um, in a lot of ways. We, we pretty much dominated through the air, which is something I didn't expect at all. We had almost, I think Brady had almost 350 in the air uh, with two touchdowns and he you know, had himself a game, and and he is the best player in college football. I will continue to say this: the best player in college football, with the ball in his hands and space. Don't tell me Travis Hunter. Don't tell me you know Jimmy Horn Jr. Give me Luther Burton in the open field. There's nobody better than him. There's nobody better than him. He, he. They call him Touchdown Luther for a reason. Um, and he showed that because he made something out of nothing. I remember seeing it happen three or four times. And he got two touchdowns. One was a long ball for Brady. It was a perfect throw. Brady had several easily Division One quarterback throws. And, of course, a took the stand after um, and was flaunting him. Like, he knew this all along. Whenever this was the best game that Brady Cook has ever had. It's the best like game that he's ever had. That's true. That's simply true. I mean, we can go and look at the stats here. Um, but, you know, we took down number 15. Okay. We were 3-0 with a win over a top 15 team, and we're not ranked. What exactly do we have to do? Florida is in, and Florida is 2-1, uh, Tennessee is in. Tennessee is 2 and 1. Granted, they, they lost to, I guess, good teams. But what exactly are we val- valuing here to get ranked? And I, I'm not upset because it's so early in the season and we're still like, we're probably like two spots out of the top 25. What exactly are we valuing? Because Florida got the break speed off them by Utah, not even an SEC team. And they looked terrible. They looked really, really bad. Cam Rising picked them apart, like he does with a lot of teams, granted. But they looked bad. Um, it was just the, the game or the rankings to me pissed me off a little bit. But we'll move on. Oh, by the way, I do want to mention the 61-yard kick, uh, the longest in SEC history. Um, Mavis has been having a terrible year, and he had a terrible year last year. And for him to step up and do this when it matters the most, um, it was unreal. I rushed the field. Um, I put that up on my main Instagram. Most of you that watch my stuff are going to be able to see it there. So um, you can go and see that. I posted the video and then after me rushing the field. um, And Mizzou got banged. $100,000 fine. And you know what? It was worth every single dollar of it, because I paid tuition to this school uh, for moments like that. Brady Cook with 350 and two touchdowns, 23 for 35. Here's what I'll say. If we can get that from Brady Cook, that Brady Cook, every game, my prediction of nine and three looks really, really good. We will beat teams. Let's look up there. Let's look up their schedule, and I, I predicted uh, the schedule earlier. This sch- um, Mizzou schedule, I predicted the schedule before the season, and right now I'm a hundred percent okay. <clears throat> so, um, where are we? Where are we? All right, South Dakota, pretty good win. Middle Tennessee, bad win, but a win. Kansas State, really good win. Um, then we played Memphis. Or now we're playing Memphis this coming week, and that game's in St. Louis. That is not technically a home game, but it's pretty much a home game. And then after this K-State game, we technically only have two more home games uh, left the entire season. Um, we got Vanderbilt after that, so we could be heading 5-0 and into a matchup with LSU. Who looked really, really strong against? uh, Were they playing Mississippi State? I think. I think they beat Mississippi State handedly. Um, And that game, that is that game here. Yeah, it's in Mizzou, so that would be a huge game. If we were five and zero going into LSU, that would be a night game. That would be probably either on ESPN or SEC Network. Um, That would be a big old game. I didn't have us uh, winning that game. Then we go to Kentucky, which is I circled this game because they've had our number the past few years. Um, we need to beat Kentucky in the worst way. So I had us, I have us beating Kentucky this year because I think we are a better team than Kentucky. Um, they just have Devin Leary, who I think should have went to Mizzou. Um, but either way, it doesn't matter because then we play South Carolina, uh, and they looked good against Georgia, at least in the early in the early parts of that game um and then they ended up losing and so you know what like I I don't see them matching up very well with us and I think we win that game uh then we play Georgia That's just that's just a loss that's just tough uh then we played Tennessee and Tennessee I think had a flu game against Florida I think they're a very very good team um and we play them November 11th. That's going to be our second loss. And those, that's going to be two straight losses going into the Florida game. Uh, and we're going to beat the Brakes off of Florida because they are widely overrated. And then uh, we end it with Arkansas. We end it with the Razorbacks, and I think that's a win too. So I, I see three wins, or uh, three losses, sorry. Um, and you know what? We'll see if that comes to fruition, man. We We could, by all means, we could lose to Memphis next week. That's how you know shaky this team is. We are not uh, Georgia or Alabama where we trounce over teams. Uh, we play down or we play up to whoever we play. Uh, we're a very competitive team, but we don't ever have comfortable wins, really. We really don't. I was scared against Middle Tennessee. Brady Hook took a safety. They had the ball down four points. Or was it seven? I don't know. Something like that. And we had to get a stop. We were forced to get a stop late in the game against Middle Tennessee. Anyway, I'm done with Mizzou football. Um what what a great week for us. Um it was it by all means it was probably the best football game I've ever been to. Truly. I mean been to, not seen, but been to. Um, especially with how personal it was for me uh, to to go here, for my family to go here. Um, and for them to to win like this, um, I think it got posted on like ESPN and all that, and it was super cool. Uh, it was super cool. But we're we're gonna move. Uh, we're gonna move to Coach Prime because he's the biggest story in college football. Coach Prime taking down Colorado State uh, in double OT. Double OT. I didn't see that at all. I thought they were gonna beat the brakes off of Colorado State. Um, and they didn't look very good. They didn't look very good. And a lot of it stems from Travis Hunter getting hit and, uh, and and knocked out of that game in a horrible way. The kid should be suspended. The kid shouldn't have even been in the game. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened, um, <clears throat> that he was still in the game. But, you know, I see a lot of people say that he should be banned from football. I don't see that at all. Um, You know, like, I can see their coach kind of drawing this up to make that happen. I know there was a story a couple years ago, a couple years back, about um, the Saints doing this. The Saints, you know, like paying players to hurt uh, opposing players. Um, It's a very shady thing to do that. Travis Hunter, that, that was a very incomplete pass, and he got nailed he got nailed and he probably has broken ribs. He probably got the wind knocked out of him. Um, it was just so uncalled for. And then he like stood over him and like acted hard after, uh, it was a very tough scene for Blackburn. I think his name is the safety and he had to turn off his comments on social media because he was getting fried, uh, by everybody because everybody's got Travis on his back. Nobody, nobody likes that dude. So tough scene for Colorado state. They battled super hard. Um, and nobody's going to remember that because Coach Prime won. Uh, Sh- Shador Sanders looks like an NFL prospect to me. His game is going to translate extremely well, I believe, um, to the NFL level. And, um, and his other kid on the defense is really good, too. He's really good. He had a great game. I think he had an interception. He had a pick six. He had a pick six, um, like a forced fumble and a couple of tackles too. He was all over the field. It was it's really cool to see that. Um, and to see the, the bond that Dion has with all of his players and you know, Dion gets a lot of flack for being such a good coach. Like, not even like a good coach like scheme wise, just like a good coach like connecting with his guys. Um I, I'm rooting for Dion. I, I want Dion to do really well. His team was one eleven last year. You don't go 1-11 and start off the season undefeated. So I'm rooting for them as they go into Oregon and USC, two very tough games that we're going to see Colorado's true colors because that defense looks like shit. (laughs) I mean, with a lack of better words, that that defense looks like complete shit. Um, Other than that, other than that, didn't – what happened with Alabama? Alabama is starting like three different – uh, quarterbacks, and this was a game that they could do that heading into the SEC schedule, but it's not looking good for Alabama. It really is not. Um, they don't have faith in Jalen milroe Listen, man, I would, I would start. I would probably start Jalen Milroe even though their like third string looked really good. Jalen Milroe is—he is one of the better athletes I have ever seen at quarterback. He's I think he's stronger than Anthony Richardson. Um he runs like a four four. He squats like six hundred pounds. He's has unreal strength. They need to scheme around the run game with him. And I know the game is going towards the pass, but if Bamba can start a really strong run offense with all those five star linemen they have, and a um a dual threat quarterback in in milro teams will have to start respecting the run more and then they can air it out more i mean really i think we shocked k-state because in the past we have not been airing it out at all uh and and then we aired it out in that game we we let brady cook loose and it looked really good um oh man what what else was i gonna say oh drink is terrible the back to Mizzou football, right? Back to Mizzou. But drink is terrible. Drink's really bad. Um, his clock management is among the worst I've ever seen. And even from an outside perspective, I would say that. Um, he took like a couple of uh, delay game penalties um, to to move us back and to make it 61. It could have been like 50, you know, 50-something. Um <clears throat> which would have already been incredible. But um, but he had to, you know, take a penalty there. And he just tries to get way too cute at the end of the game. Um, as if we're good enough to be cute with it at the end of the game. We're not. We're not. Um, we're not a good enough team to do that. We need to, you know, we need to get in the end zone or we need to get it through the uprights. That's it. That's it in the, in the uh, you know, in the most timely amount of time. Um, and he's always talking about, you know, the last like nine minutes we got to have this many possessions and we have to score in this amount of time how about we just score how about we just because that doesn't happen a lot for us um but we scored in fruition i need to move on i, I this is sickening i need to move on football so back we're, we're going to move to the to the nfl um and before we start with the games, we'll start with my fantasy team Sports Society Fantasy Football League is underway. Um, I'm going to be posting that video soon. I don't know really what I've been doing. Um, But if you haven't seen my team, I'm going to go ahead and put it up. Um, If we could share this video. Share screen. And we're going to go with this one. Share. Okay. So... This is who this is who we're working with, um, this year, and um, yeah, man, I I, I honestly really like this team. I thought I picked very well, um, and they looked pretty good this week. The only guy who didn't really perform for me was Kendrick Bourne, who last week, I don't know if you guys saw last week, um, Bourne was on my bench with 24 points he had he had two touchdowns last week which was ridiculous and then Pittman the same thing 23 last week Pittman you know the next week I I start Pittman I start Bourne because um, I was not starting what's his name uh Tony I dropped him and got uh Rasheed Rice so I think he's going to step up later in the year um I started Kendrick Bourne at, at the uh you know, at the flex position he underperformed. Um, You know, I was really hoping for him to get a touchdown late in that game uh, when the lineman went for it and almost got that, that fourth down conversion um, off that lateral, but it didn't work out. Um, Pittman also, I mean, he was projected a little bit less, but I mean, I think he underperformed with how well that team did. He should have definitely scored a touchdown <clears throat> um, Garrett Wilson scored a touchdown, which saved him uh, because he didn't have a great week. But he had a super long touchdown, and that helped me out. He's going to continue to stay in my lineup. It, it, it's unfortunate that, that you know my number one wide receiver, um, his 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 quarterback goes out. You know, week one. It's it was it was really hard to see that happen. Rashad White had a great week. I really liked what I saw from Rashad White. And, and you know, um, fantasy guys all over are saying that's going to continue. So look out for Rashad White in your leagues. This guy, on the other hand, um, I, I understand. I heard the news about, you know, him facing a lot of racism. And a lot of that's just – that's awful that people are being racist because of his performance. Um, he had 20-something or 30-something yards on a fumble. It's a horrible week. He didn't even get five points. So, um, I lost this week to Saquon D's nuts. And if I mean, there's so many ifs. If Alexander Madison gets more than five points, that gets that gets pretty close there. Um, you know, if Kendrick Bourne gets a few more points, that's pretty close there. That being said, I had a great week from Buccaneers defense. I picked them up this week, um, and they played. They played very well. But uh, I, I'm going to be looking into to starting some other guys um, at that running back spot. Um, and so you know, we look at guys that that we could add um, running back. So. Could add justice hill and I might even do that bro I might even do that um I, I don't I don't want to drop him right away but why why by the way why can't I drop this guy? Does he still play? This is very weird. Very weird. Um whatever Either way, <coughs> um, this is a 12-man league. And for a 12-man league, I really like my team. By the way, Travis Kelsey underperformed. When he plays, you can expect 15 to 20 points from him. And he got 12. You know. So if he has a normal week, um, I probably win. So what, that being said, this week I liked what I saw from my squad. I'm 0-2 now. So I'm in the running for the milk mile. Um, it was unfortunate because I think I had like the third or fourth highest score this week um, just behind Luke who I played, who I think had the, um, had the highest points, but, um, but next week is going to be a real tell um, because next week I play Ryan, my roommate. And I basically built Ryan's team. I built Ryan's team. So uh, that's gonna be really, really interesting. Um, as we look forward to week three, there's not a lot I would change with this lineup. Garrett is questionable. Um, I didn't even see what happened with him. Uh, there to undisclosed uh, went to locker in fourth quarter. Dallas, Texas, out of the game blah, blah, blah. That's not good at all. Uh, that's not good at all. So. We'll look forward with that, but um, Lamar looked great, and I think Lamar is going to continue to be great. Um, other than that, I, I just hope Madison has a good week. That's all I really want. I just want Madison to have a good week, and and then I'll be happy. They play the um, Chargers, and so he should have a good week. Everybody goes off against the Chargers. Um, so anyway... That's what's going on with, with fantasy football. I'm trying to think what else has, has been going on, man, especially in the NFL. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and that's, that's such a blow to New York sports in general. Um, I really can't believe that that, that happened um, at all. It's just heartbreaking because I wanted to really see what that team was capable of. I was picking the Jets a lot to do a lot this year um, because that team was set up perfectly. It was set up perfectly and he gets hurt on the first drive. Doesn't even have a completion in a Jets uniform. It's just heartbreaking. So that being said, Garrett Wilson's gonna suffer the rest of the year because because of that. Um and you know what? It, it all obviously depends on who they play. Um they play New England, who looked horrible against the pass last night. I was playing against Tua, and granted Tua had some bad moments, but Tua was just destroying that defense. He really was. It looked it it looked painful. So um that being said, the, the NFL uh, slate yesterday was amazing. Um the Broncos made a late Hail Mary uh, that was caught, and it was it was really, really cool. And then, in classic Russell Wilson style failed to convert on the two point conversion. So they ended up losing that game in spite of getting a huge uh, huge throw at the end. And you know what, man, the Broncos the Broncos defense sold that game because the offense looked pretty good. The offense looked pretty freaking good, dude. Um, and, you know, to let up 35 or whatever points they did, I heard a lot of noise about how good the Broncos defense is. They don't really seem that good to me. So we'll see about that. The, the Chiefs won, finally, a dogfight. Um and they were able to take down. I think they were playing the Jaguars after losing to the Lions week one. Um, and in other news, <coughs> let's pull up some other NFL scores. Um, the Colts look great against the Texans. I guess everybody looks great against the Texans, but Anthony Richardson has proven a lot of people wrong, especially on his feet. He looks really, really great. The Seahawks won a crazy game. Um, in overtime with a pass to Tyler Lockett against the Lions. That was incredible. And the Buccaneers are the surprise team in the league. They are now 2 0 um, with a win over the Bears. And you know what, man? The Bears look really bad. I thought the Bears were going to be a lot better with, with the addition of DJ Moore. Um, and, and, and then the surprise game to me of the week was Packers Falcons. Packers coming off a really great win against the Bears. Um, and you know the are the Falcons the are the Falcons two and zero Falcons record yeah they're they're sitting atop the the NFC South right now. That being said, the NFC South is the worst uh, division in football. That's a really bad division. Um, <clears throat> but man, um what else happened the 49ers struggled with the rams which was very surprising i thought they were definitely going to cover um and i think that line was at like 9 or something so i don't think they ended up covering then the bills looked great against the raiders um, the giants barely survived the cardinals the cardinals were beating them 20 to zip and they ended up coming back um and that's another thing whenever i was playing whenever i was playing uh luke luke roth this week saquon He's nuts. Whenever I was playing him this week, he had Barkley, and Barkley decided to get 27 points, 27 and a half points, I think, um, and then get knocked out of the game late, very late in the game. And the Giants were able to win that. Um, the Jets' offense looked horrible um, because they just kept letting the Cowboys back on the field. Um, Zach Wilson threw three picks and only one. One touchdown, thankfully, to my boy. Um, the Commanders survived the Broncos. That's the game I was just talking about. Um, and the Broncos, you know, you cannot let up 35 points to the Commanders. That can't happen. That's a really bad defense. Um, and then the Dolphins barely edge out against the the Patriots. And I thought the Patriots were going to come down and, and score that. Um it was a very bizarre play that they called on, on fourth down. They threw a pass to a tight end who was well short of, of the first down. And he was trying to fight, and he realized he couldn't get it, and he just threw it back at a lineman. And the lineman, like, pushed the pile up past the first down. And I was rooting for New England because I needed Kendrick Bourne to score uh, late because if he did, I probably would have won this week. And that did not end up happening. They ended up calling it short. It was very um, some very late drama there um which was really cool and then today it says today the saints play the panthers and the browns play the steelers i didn't know there were two monday night games is that actually accurate um i don't know how to even check that but if that's the case i'm gonna give my pick for this week um so Saints Panthers. I mean, I'm going to go with Saints, and I'm probably going to have them covering whatever the cover is. I think the Saints are good, and I think the Panthers aren't. Uh, very simply put, and then the Browns Steelers. Um, the Steelers should be good, but they aren't. They aren't good, and I think the Browns are going to have a good week. Amari um, Cooper's projected to zero points. I guess it, it, he says it's questionable, but I think he's truly out, which is crazy. Um, it's 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 really crazy. So, um. You know, if if Cooper's out, that changes it a little bit. That this is going to be a very close game in the in the um, in the uh, AFC North uh, division. And oh, man, I love AFC North games so much. I'm excited for this game tonight. Um, give me, give me the Steelers. I do think the Steelers are going to win that game, especially without Amari Cooper expected to play very much. I'm going to go with, with the Steelers, man. Um, and any other news? Oh, yeah, so USA lost. And I wanted to talk about this on my podcast because this happened a little bit ago. And Noah Lyles, Noah Lyles the track and field guy, opened his mouth about how the NBA is not world champions and that they're the champions of the United States. Um, And then everybody thought that he was right and that it looked like he was right because in the FIBA World Cup, in a tournament where we sent not even close to our best team, we lost to Germany, who sent quite obviously their best team. And four players on the starting lineup of Germany are in the NBA. They have four NBA players and they're all in the starting lineup. First of all, that should tell you something. Second of all, the NBA has a franchise that isn't even in the United States. So you could say it's a North American league. That's fine. But don't say that it's a, a United States league. And then that doesn't even account for the fact that a fourth of the league isn't even from the United States. A fourth of the league is foreign. It truly is. You think about Some of the top players today, most of them are actually, you know, foreign, which is scary. But I think if we form our best team of American players, we will win. But if you think about Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, you think about Luka Doncic, even in the history of the NBA, you think about some of the the, uh, best teams, you think about Steve Nash. You think about um, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, Hakeem <coughs> Olajuwon. Uh, some of the best players in the history of the basketball, uh, the NBA, um, are from other places, and it's. I think it's kind of insensitive to say that the NBA isn't foreign when a lot of it is. A lot of it is foreign, and the reason that only twenty five percent of it is foreign um, is because basketball runs through the United States. It does. It does. Germany won a fluky game against our third-string team, and we probably should have won that game. It's embarrassing that our third-string guys are even in games with these teams who are sending out their very best guys. Dennis Schroeder was saying that it's the best team he's ever been on. He's obviously just trying to open his mouth. Um I, I don't know. I think, I think in the Olympics when we send our actual best guys uh, in 2024, I know LeBron's trying to get a group together to, to take there, and the rest of the world better hope that's not going to happen because it's going to be an utter and complete domination. Um, that even with Giannis playing and all those guys playing, because we can just double him, and then they don't have anybody else. Um, so I want to get my, my bit in about um, Noah Lyles, but it, shorter pod today. Shorter pot, I think is around thirty minutes, thirty-five minutes, maybe. Um, but um, you know, uh, before we before we get going, I can kind of say you know um, through week two who looks really good in our fantasy league because Sports Society fantasy league is um is at the focal point. You know, it, it, is, it is a big focus of this podcast, so. Um, I lost week one dropping 129 points in an eight-man league. I will take that. Um, You know, I lost by five points. I lost by five points. Um, And, you know, some other things could have could have went my way, but it, it didn't. Um, So Diffley's team lost, and Diffley's team looks really bad. Diffley's team, when we drop 83, or he could have some guys going tonight. I shouldn't say they look bad. Yeah, he still has, well... He played Greg Zerline, who was out, and he played Aaron Jones, who was out. Um, So that's not good. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Um, Justin Jefferson, the guy who has Justin Jefferson dropped 119. I think that's uh, Tyler Nesbitt's team. I think Tyler Nesbitt's team dropped 119. I played him last week, and he beat me pretty good. My team had a really bad week last week. Matter of fact, let's run through that, and then we'll be done with this. But uh, Team Becker had a great week. Um, JT's team had a peak-ass week. But, yeah, I mean, if you look at, like, scores, the top scores in the league, JT had the most points. Then it was Luke Roth, and then it was me. You know, I'm third, and then we go down to Becker, who's fourth. Uh, Becker had a great week. Um, But let's look at at my team. Let's look at last week, because this is one of the most fluky things I have ever seen in my life. So Lamar Jackson in a game against the Houston Texans drops 6.5 points. Madison actually has an okay week. I would have taken that week this week. Um, but then we moved to Rashad White, who didn't even get seven points. Um, Garrett Wilson, I think, had another like kind of fluky touchdown uh, that week, and he had 14 points. Amari Cooper in a game, you know – against Cincinnati. Cincinnati looked really bad, and I thought he would have more points than 6.7. Uh, Zach Ertz I had to put in for Travis Kelsey, who was out. Um, and he actually had a decent week for a backup tight end who I just picked up at the very end of the draft. Um, and this is where I messed up. Canarius Tony I put in the game whenever Kelsey was ruled out because Canarius Tony was set to have a huge game. Kelsey's out. The targets are going to go elsewhere. And last I saw of the Chiefs, he was one of the – Biggest threats on that team, and he dropped four passes. Four passes in one game. It was one of the worst performances we've ever seen in the NFL from a wide receiver in a single game. Um, and it, I decided to put him in at flex. Um, I don't. I think I dropped him now for a guy who's on his team. Uh, and then I played Dolphins defense who got negative points. So this just canceled out. Both these guys got zero points. And then Jake Elliott, who had the most points on my entire team. Um, except for the guys on the bench, Michael Pittman had a fluky, crazy game. I think he had two touchdowns, uh, and he got twenty-three points. And then, um, see Aaron Rodgers, I had on my bench. I just dropped him for Brock Purdy. But then Kendrick Bourne, Kendrick Bourne down here with two touchdowns, twenty-four points. Um, just I just missed off on missed out on a lot of points, and then everybody underperformed. Everybody underperformed. Um. It was, it was very frustrating seeing that week one, uh, and everybody was calling me trash and all that. So, but you know what? I can take that, you know, and I can run with that. But, um, either way, I just wanted to show how fluky that shit was. Uh, I literally dropped 74 points last week. It was one of the worst fantasy weeks. One of the worst bad beats I've ever had, um, in the fantasy realm. So yeah, um. But we move forward. We move forward. We got Teen Tim next week, and we're going to buckle down for that. Um, we're going to get a pod probably with with uh, Tuna coming on, maybe even uh, Davis. We're going to have people on next week, um, maybe even Talore. We'll, we'll get somebody on who's in the league, um, and we can talk some shit on the league. But uh, it's it's looking good, man. I just want to do a solo pod to kind of ease back into it. Uh, but I will start to do weekly again. Um, so i will I will start doing that so um, with that being said thank you guys for listening if you are still listening um, go ahead and click that subscribe button I know most people are watching this on YouTube so if you are click that subscribe button click that like button um, it really does help me see you know how much people are liking the stuff and and all that and uh, and yeah man um, go Lamar lamarvelous uh, to the moon and uh, yeah thanks guys for watching thanks for listening or watching whatever the hell you did and make sure to check out our socials at sports society pod on all platforms thank you